Welcome to the Travel Like a Boss podcast, the radio show all about traveling like a boss by being your own boss. Stay tuned for weekly interviews featuring guests that have built their own online businesses. If you would like to have access to our entire back catalog, visit travellikeabosspodcast.com for instant access. And here's your host. Johnny FD. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Johnny, and welcome to episode 37 of the Travel Like a Boss podcast. I'm here with Mark Brenwall. Hey, uh, guys. From wadnation.net. How you doing, buddy? I can't complain. Uh, so we're out here in Chiang Mai at the Coffee Monster. It'll change your pace. One of my favorite places to uh, quote-unquote work. Okay. <laughs> so it's similar to, to Pun Space. It's like a, uh, it's a co-working space uh, with some pros and cons. Maybe we can talk a little bit about that today, but... Uh, mainly, I wanted to talk to you about your Wad Nation store. Um, for those who are unfamiliar with, with that term, basically, it's CrossFit gear. And Mark has been taking over Amazon recently. Well, taking over is a... I appreciate that. Ta- yeah. <laughs> Getting <laughs> close to the, uh, the the decimal. I recently launched my first product on Amazon. Let's let's put it that way. <laughs> All right, but with a great strategy. And I want to get, uh, get into that today. So the... Yeah, wow. It's going to be an interesting episode. We want to talk about how you can sell your products on Amazon, uh, fulfilled by Amazon, have them inventory everything, uh, and send it out for you. We want to talk a little bit about you know life out here. And let's begin with with the pun space versus coffee monster debate. Sure. That'd be fun. Uh, why do you like working out of here? I, you know, that's a good question. I, I like working out of here, namely, because it's very close to where I live. Um, and it's just, it's a very, you know what's cool about it? It's like, I've lived in other places outside of the United States. What's cool about the Coffee Monster is um, all the people that come here, um, I have the opportunity to sort of sit away in the corner and get a bunch of work done. Or if I'm feeling maybe not so productive and I want to just uh, kind of chat about what people are working on, I can sit at the big table and, you know, get in a conversation that, you know, potentially could help my business or help someone else's. Uh, and you mentioned uh, a little bit earlier that if it wasn't for being out here in Chiang Mai, you never would have launched this, you know, you never would have had a product in Amazon. You never would have gotten a product made. Well, there was definitely some synergy that happened when I got here. Um, namely, I met somebody who was selling on Amazon and he kind of shared um, what he was doing and I shared what I was doing. He's like, wow, you know, I think I think you could do really well on Amazon. And, you know, as he started talking about it, I started hearing other people talk about it and I just kept digging into it. And finally, here I am with a product on Amazon. And by product, you know, you actually have a brand now. You have a, you know, a product that you manufactured. Correct. And you have, you know, physical units sitting in Amazon's warehouse where they're sending out to people all around the U.S. So I think that's actually, that's really cool. That's yeah. a, you know, that's a point that a lot of people would love to get to, including myself. Yeah. Uh, so you're originally from San Francisco? Correct. Which is, you know, the internet, you know, internet business capital of the world. Why do you think being out here in you know tiny Chiang Mai Thailand uh, has helped your you know your eco- you know I guess your internet business more than being in the best city f- yes. for that yes I think I think from the outside people would say well if you're gonna build a internet business you want to live in the Bay Area and I, I suppose that's true if you have a ton of money or a backer with a ton of money and you need to be in that sort of fast-paced world for me what works about Chiang Mai is that my cost of living is nominal um, and I have time to, to make some decisions that I wouldn't have necessarily had the time to make if I was living in San Francisco, knowing I had to, you know, pay my $2,500 a month rent. You know, here I pay a $300 a month rent. <laughs> and you have a great place out here. It's a, it's a, to me, to me, like coming here, not only cost of living being so low, but so many other uh, expat entrepreneurs here that um, it feels like I'm kind of in a university class. You know, everyone's doing something cool. And so I learn something from everybody I talk to. And I do feel like people out here have more freedom to try stuff that may or may not necessarily work. Absolutely. Like we have a friend out here that is inventing a board game. Right. And if he was paying, you know, 2500 bucks a month for rent back in the, in the U.S., and especially in places like San Francisco, there's no way he'd be able to do that. Because, right. I mean, even if it works out, and hopefully it does, it will take months before that makes a profit. I agree. I mean, what's cool about Chiang Mai is that all the people that I know and hang out with um, are not dropouts. You know, they're not here just trying to live cheap and not do anything. They're people that now have a whole bunch of free time and they're doing cool stuff with it. I'm sure there's, there are plenty sure. of people sure. uh, that hang out you know, at the bars at night that, you know, reminiscing about the old days or talking about how they can save 
you know, 50 cents on a, on a, on a beer motorbike yep. rental, but those aren't my circle of friends. Yeah. And hanging out places like Coffee Monster and Pun Space, we get people who, you know, who exactly doing what you're saying is people are actually working on a business and, yep. and trying to grow it. Uh, so for me, I, the reason why I'm here at, at Coffee Monster today is just for to kind of mix it up. Uh, I actually have been going to Pun Space in the mornings. And a lot of people don't know this because by the time they see me, they assume, you know, I'm, I'm just lazy getting out of bed, 10 o'clock, <laughs> popping in, chit-chatting. But I actually wake up at 7, 7 o'clock when my girlfriend wakes up and she goes to work. And I go across the street to Pun Space. And between 7 and 9, I get all the work done I need for the day. I'll fulfill all my orders from my job store. I'll answer every single email. I'll do everything I need to do. And then I kind of just, you know, mosey over here sit down on the big table at Coffee Monster and just chit chat and work on things like my blog, do the podcast, things I enjoy doing. Yep. Uh, so I definitely think that, you know, if you just want a really quiet place with a nice t desk to work, Pun Space is still it. But I'm glad that a Coffee Monster is an option uh, for if you want to come and, you know, basically sit at a big table and, and socialize and be able to order, you know, nice coffee and food. I haven't really worked at Pun Space, um, but I've been there a few times. What I what I like about uh, Coffee Monster is the food is great. And so <clears throat> if I do want to just crank out a bunch of work, I don't have to worry about going home, getting something to eat, or going somewhere else to get something. It's, it's all it's all right here. I do like that. And the food actually here is actually really good. Really good. Uh, the, only, the only thing I didn't like about it is because it's so easy to order food, everyone orders it and just eats at their desks yes. while doing work. That's true. At Pun Space, because you can't do that, you know, you're forced to go for a walk, get some sun, right. get some, you know, get some fresh air and sit down for half an hour, an hour and, you know, enjoy your food. Unplug a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. that I enjoy. So I don't think I would be able to do this every day here. Like even today, uh, I went for a little walk, uh, just around the neighborhood just to get some air. And when I had lunch, instead of eating at my desk on my computer, I just turned my computer off, you know, ate for 10 minutes and then came back. How cool is it that we have options like this? I love it. So <laughs> I'm super happy that both Coffee Monster and Pun Space exist. Yeah. I'm going to write a blog post about, you know, about the two, but I'm going to give you guys the, the answer. The winner is us. <laughs> you know, yes. I, I, it doesn't matter which place is better. Uh, it's we win by having both around. Yeah. So uh, you, you, say, you said you met some people who had products on Amazon yep. uh, and you told them that you, you run wad nation so wad nation for those who don't know is a crossfit fan site it's it, it started out um purely as a facebook fan page um and i kind of went about the business backwards and that i started the fan page first and the business came second so yeah so that's right you know what we're out in uh <laughs> in the gardens there's a little bit of uh plain noise Sorry about that but We'll keep going. So anyway, um, so yeah, I built up this this Facebook fan page about um, fitness and CrossFit in general, and um, built it up to over a hundred thousand followers. And you know, I've been I've been monetizing it in different ways, selling T-shirts and and whatnot. And um, I thought, well, the the one product that every CrossFitter or you know wad workout of the day athlete needs is their own jump rope. Um, also, you know, maybe a good pair of, of shoes that fit, but I can't make those. I can make a jump rope, and I can make a good one. And from the looks of it, it's great. And we're going to get to the jump rope in a second, but let's start with the T-shirts because yeah. that was the first step. Yep. Uh, I'm looking at the site right now. There's some pretty cool-looking shirts. There's a woman's shirt called with the logo Suck It Up Buttercup, yeah. <laughs> and there's another one that's uh, Water Ball. Wall Balls. Wall Balls. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I do like Wall Balls. <laughs> uh, and these were made... I mean, can you go yeah. tell us through the process about that? Sure. So I started, um, when I started learning uh, Facebook, it was really right when Teespring um, popped up and people were making a ton of money on Teespring. So I thought, well, I'm going to cover my cost by selling some T-shirts. And um, the cool thing about building this fan page is that I've never, I've never been in the red on the fan page. I've almost from the very beginning started making my money back and then some. Um, so it's been a really good platform for me to do affiliate marketing and to sell things like t-shirts I've even sold in a weird way. I, I sort of arbitrage jump ropes I bought them cheap on eBay and sold them more expensively through Facebook I think that's a great way to test the market mm -hmm. where you know You don't have to spend invest money making your own jump rope You can just sell a pre-existing one and the thing is a lot of people they the reason why you can charge more 
selling it through your own fan page on Facebook or on a website is because a lot of people don't like shopping on eBay right. because you don't really trust you know, where it's coming from or some of the products take a few weeks to come because a lot of them are shipped from China. Yep. So people don't, people don't want to wait three or four weeks for something to come. Yep. Uh, a lot of times there's bad descriptions or bad photos. So if you can repurpose a product that you, f you find off of eBay and sell it through your own channel, almost you know, private labeling it, it I can definitely see why that works. And, yeah. and there's a bunch of people out there who do exactly that. They do eBay or even Amazon arbitrage. Yep. Uh, but I, what I like is that you, you didn't just stay there because that, I, I wouldn't think that would be a, a sustainable business model forever. Uh, you know, to, to be honest, it probably, it probably could be. Um, but <clears throat> I wasn't getting, so I was, I was finding jump ropes that I liked. Um, I sampled them. I liked them. They were cost me about six bucks shipped, and I was selling them for about twice that. And, you know, the way I think about it is, like, people are busy, right? So people who are into the CrossFit niche, maybe they follow my fan page, and they know they need to buy a jump rope, but they're too busy to look around. And so here I presented them with one that I liked. It was endorsed by me, and, and they bought it. So it was, it was cool, but I thought I could make a better one and uh, keep the same profit margin. Plus, I really wanted to, to learn more about selling products on Amazon, so it was the perfect opportunity. So if, if you guys want to follow along, if you go to Facebook and look for Wad Nation, uh, and especially if you guys do CrossFit, but even if you don't, it's, it's a great learning experience. Uh, I mean, I like CrossFit, and I know when I first got into it, especially that first yeah, year, yeah. I was super into it. Yeah. You know, if you offered me a cool shirt yeah. or any kind of cool gear that I thought I needed, I would buy it in a heartbeat. I love CrossFit too. I've been doing it for years. And yes, when you when you first get that bug, when you you know what I love about CrossFit is that it turns regular people into amateur athletes. Mm -hmm. Like people who never thought they were athletic before suddenly are doing stuff that they they never expected they could do. And so, you know, with good reason, it's a very passionate niche. I see that. And also the people that Join. I mean, first there's the, the price barrier to entry. Yeah. CrossFit is expensive everywhere in the world. Uh, out here, we're lucky that it's a lot more affordable than in San Francisco, where it would be 250 a month. Yeah. Here, it's about 85 a month, but it's still very expensive compared to a normal gym. Right. So right away, you get a target audience of people, both men and women. I would say it's actually probably 50-50. It is 50-50. Which is awesome, because you can basically market to both. But also, these people always have disposable income. Yep. Uh, they're, so they're passionate. They have money to spend, and they and you know, and there's a broad audience, which and is and they get awesome. a little they get a little competitive about it, right? So if I'm gonna if I'm promoting something that can make them a little bit better, a little bit faster, a little bit cooler, um, you know, there's there's a little bit of peer pressure in in CrossFit, a very healthy peer pressure. You know, you wanna you wanna maybe beat your friends or cut your own time, and so anything that that they can buy to, to do that, they'll buy. And jump rope is definitely one of those things because I know every time I have to do, you know, any kind of workout of the day with, that involves jump ropes, a lot of times it's something called a double under, Correct. which are very hard to do. And it, they're even harder to do with a, a, a crappy jump rope. And, I, and, you know, a lot of times you spend half of the time trying to adjust it to your, your height, your, your length. And, you know, it's just... It's something I never thought to buy on my own, uh, but now that you know I've seen it, I'm like, well, it makes sense because it's first off, it's it's cheap enough where you know everyone who does CrossFit can buy it. Yep. Uh, and second, it actually make and it's small, so you can carry it in your in your your bag no problem. Uh, and third, it's something that will benefit you. So I think it's a great idea that you you found something that people actually need and you figured out a way where you can give you know you can get it to them. Um, and not necessarily at the cheapest price, but you can give them a quality, you right. know, a better product. You know, it's, I'm sort of started this little campaign, which is, you know, if you're still struggling at double unders, get your own rope already. I mean, that's, that's the basics of it. It's like, hey, listen, I've been doing CrossFit for like four years, and I still struggle with double unders. They're so, hard, yeah. right? So, so for those who don't, who don't know, can you explain double unders? Sure. Double under is simply one jump, two rotations of the rope. So, you know, I think it's, you know, skipping rope normally is just one rope, rotation, one jump. Which is hard enough for some people. Hard enough. And, and when you don't have double unders in CrossFit, they make you do three singles for every double, right? So, you know, if you're the one guy or girl doing singles and all your, your friends are doing doubles, um, you know, you want to get there. All right. So I'm looking at the, the page right now. You have 124,000 likes on Facebook. Yeah. When did this actually start? Started a year ago. Okay, yep. so that, that's a pretty quick uh, jump. Yeah. Uh, so if anyone's you know thinking about 
you know, about doing a similar business model, don't try to get into CrossFit because it's competitive ready and Mark has a year head start and 100,000 fans before you. But if you wanted to, to start this kind of in your own niche, whether it be Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, uh, you know, triathlon running, I mean, it could... Ice climbing, sailboarding, anything that you're passionate about. The, what what would the way to get started be? So I'm a, I'm a big fan of information products. Um, maybe because I'm an internet marketer, um, but I will pay good money to learn from people that are doing it really well. Um, and the guy, the guy that I learned from, his name is Dr. Ben Atkins. He's sort of known as the, as the Facebook guru. There's a few of them out there. He's one of them. Um, I have now become a super fanboy of his, and he even he, you know, funny thing, when I got to Chiang Mai and started learning about selling on Amazon, he actually started promoting selling on Amazon through Facebook. So it was, like I said, it was very synergistic when I got here and all the, all the signals sort of pointed to selling on Amazon for me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put a link to the, uh, to a site on the show notes, uh, as well as everything else we can talk about. But so, so this guy basically, he talks, he talks about Facebook yep. spit test, spit testing. He talks about Facebook advertising, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Facebook funnels. Um, he's the one that taught me about doing the arbitrage. Um, so I, you know, I hate to say it, but I'm just like following along with the program, you know? Well, a lot of times that's really all it is. Yeah. But then here's the thing. If I looked at a site, if I didn't, if I have not, if I had never met you right. and I just found the site, it's Ben, a Ben Adkins.com. Yeah. It looks like this old kind of, you know, crappy looking site. Yeah. Uh, it looks, you know, it seriously looks like something that, you know, someone made in on a free blog a long time ago. So I wouldn't really... You know, look at it be like, okay, this is what's going to make me, you know, completely replace my income and make me $100,000. You know, I would probably go towards something that looks super fancy and super flashy that may not actually work. So I think a big problem with internet marketing is people get geared towards the stuff that looks cool. Yeah. I guarantee you this. If you Google how to make money online yeah. and you buy the first product that pops up, <laughs> you're not going to make, you know, you know, it's going to be, it's, unfortunately, those products don't work very well. It's, it's true. And, you know... One thing I like about this guy, and and what I always look for in any kind of product I buy is he. I feel like his products are way underpriced. Like his, the value he delivers is way more um, than I pay for. And you know, he even says that he's like, listen, I want, I want soup, I want people to be successful. They're the best marketing I could ever have. You know, that actually is really, really true. Uh, it's the same thing. I'm, I'm, I'm actually in very sim- similar shoes. You know, as you, mm-hmm. where you did it. You know, you followed this guy's program. Um, how much did he, did he actually charge for this? Well, I bought different different programs, but um, the Amazon one was quite expensive. That was about four thousand bucks. But oh wow, okay. But that you know, there's a lot more to that one. It's not just him. Um, but lots of lot, most of his products are around the, the hundred dollar, two hundred dollar price range. Okay, so you know, I started with Anton's course. Yep. That's five hundred bucks, and actually used. I, I think that price may go up as well. It's, it's kind of the same thing where the amount of value he's giving you for it is worth way more than that. Uh, and a lot of times people were like, well, it's only, you know, it's only 500 bucks. Let me just buy it and then not use it. So I think one, one thing that he might do is he might just raise that price sure. and, you know, really just force people to, to use it. Like if you're going to buy this, I want you to be successful with it. And the, the biggest reason why, you know, it, they're similar is it's, it's kind of the same thing. It's not, that fancy looking of a site there's no real marketing you'll probably never find it if you if no one recommended it to you and the only people who recommend it are people who have used it and are successful with it so you know that's why it's under my recommended resources i agree and you know what, what i said before and what john i just confirmed is like the biggest thing i learned from this is is i don't have to be the coolest slickest uh you know most perfect marketer i just have to follow the steps um to somebody who's doing it and doing it well now the trick is of course verifying that you're finding someone that is actually doing it and not just selling you, you know, some hyped up product. You know, when I talked about Teespring before, there's a lot of people selling how to make money on Teespring, but I don't, I don't know if I trust all those people, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, for me, the, the biggest test is, are they personally yes, making money from exactly. it? Or are they making money just from, right. from promoting that? Uh, so, you know, it, because I know you and you have no reason to lie to me and say, you know, follow this guy's course, then I can I feel comfortable recommending it to other people, yep. and I know it works, you know, because I know that you're making money from yep. it. It's the same thing when people meet me, and they know that I make money from dropshipping. So if I recommend an Anton's course, people know it's it proof, works. Proof positive. Exactly. Yep. And you know, at the end of the day, it's one of those things where, I mean, I'll, I'll straight up ask someone, you know, to their face, I'll say, 
how much money are you making from that? <laughs> and if they're like, well, you know, I'm actually, you know, doing copywriting as my, my main business, but this is what I'm excited, you know, Amazon Flicks is what I'm excited about, then I won't really listen to what they're saying. You know what, I, one thing, and I agree with you, what, one thing I liked about Ben Atkins is when everybody was making a ton of money with Teespring, he was actually one, one of the people saying, you know what, it's not a real business. Um, and what he meant by that was, um, you know, you don't get the customer list. You can't remarket to these people. It's not, you don't own, all the work you put in is just like, it's a one-off. And for a guy who could have made a ton of money selling a product on Teespring, he chose the high road. That's cool with me. I like that a lot. Uh, but you did make money. Did you make money off of Teespring? I, I, I did and I still do. Okay. And he's not saying don't do it. He's just, he said, just don't put all your eggs in that basket. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. But I, I do see it being a good kind of add-on if you have an existing you know, list like your Facebook fan My page. My best t-shirt made about 9000 bucks. Okay, that's awesome. That's not bad. And so the way that Teespring works, for people who don't know, it's kind of like Kickstarter for t-shirts, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a hybrid verse between those you know, t-shirt printing uh, sites where you know, they just print one at a time. With this, you have like a minimum that people have to hit. And once they order, let's say, 100 shirts... They all get shipped out. Yep. Um, and I think the, the reason why it works well is you, you get your, your own page for it. I mean, it'll be teespring.com slash, you know, whatever, Wad Nation or whatever yep. it is. But at least you, you have your own link. It's not like 50 other shirts are, are on that same site. Uh, and as long as your shirt looks good, it's pretty easy to promote through social media. Yeah, it's, it's a, I mean, it's a great way to get into the physical product game. You know, us as internet marketers tend to always be selling air or hype you know and, and that's fine i've made money doing that but here now i finally had my first product someone could buy and hold in their hands and wear um and that was kind of gratifying in, in a way and that's sort of what led me into the whole physical product uh idea anyway i was the exact same way where when i you're exactly a year ago when i first wanted to make money online you know be able to live passively and um make money from from thailand i was like i want a physical product so my first one was my book and even though I made more money selling the ebook, much more money than the printed book, I wanted to have a physical yeah. printed book because yeah. I wanted to. I wanted something out there. Yes. And then when I, you know, when the book was kind of said and done, I was like, okay, well now I want to get, get into selling some kind of product. Mm -hmm. And I knew if I just sold digital products, and digital product could be like, you know, like an ebook or a training course, that there is money to be made in that. But I really wanted to sell a physical product, yep. and that's why I got in dropshipping. Yep. I figured that was the the way where I can. You know, people can order something and have it delivered to their door and email me back, you know, and send me a photo, say, hey, thanks, I got it. Uh, so I know, you know, to me, if it's a fulfilling, you know, it, it's very fulfilling knowing that someone's getting a physical product that they're using uh, because they order it from me. So that was my way to get into this. Uh, and with yours was, was Teespring. And now you have this super fast double under rope. Right. And I, I think it also pays as internet marketers to keep moving up the food chain, keep doing things that are more and more difficult. Um, you know, promoting someone else's ebook is really easy. Um, meaning that, you know, you just build the blog page and do some SEO and buy some AdWords and blah, blah, blah. And you don't ever have to make the product or deal with fulfillment or any of that business. Yes, there's money to be made. There's a lot more money to be made when you do things like uh, setting up a drop shipping store, you know, contacting vendors, uh, working through customer uh, complaints and challenges, um, getting, a, you know, getting a product developed in China and sent to Amazon. Like the, the more up the food chain you go, uh, the more difficult things are, the better your chances of success are. And yeah, definitely. And you know, the more defendable it is, but also the skill. You know, as you mentioned earlier, it's diff more difficult to do because you have to learn more things. Exactly. But those are skills that we, we keep. No doubt. And the competition is way, way, way less, right? Because everybody wants to, you know, the four-hour work week. Like, how do I write a few blog posts and make a ton of money? Well, it doesn't work. <laughs> you know, it doesn't work. Move up the food chain. Put in some real effort, and th there's a lot of reward there. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, in the beginning, you know, just do something. And if you want to make, you know, try to go and, and get a quick win off of Teespring, you can. And I'm going to give you guys a almost guaranteed way to make money off of Teespring right now is follow the news, follow kind of whatever's going on. And next time a famous celebrity or someone dies or there is a, you know, some big thing going on where everyone's talking about, launch a Teespring campaign, you know, hire someone on what, like Odesk or something, 25 bucks to make you design the graphic for you. And... There's, you could definitely make money uh, selling Teespring shirts. But as Mark stated, that's not a business. That's a kind of like a, like a land grab almost. And I'll give you another one. Yeah. Um, 
Teespring was originally made for um, charities to be able to do little campaigns, uh, and it quickly uh, changed courses, and people grabbed it and started using it on Facebook. But uh, if you have the courage to call these charities and say, hey, let me help you make some money, uh, you design the t-shirts, they email their list for you. Hello, there's the hint, <laughs> right? You don't have to have a list, use their list. Say, hey, we're, you know, they can send to their email list, hey, uh, you know, we just launched this new t-shirt to help support our whatever charity. Um, anybody who wants to support us, you know, please buy the t-shirt. And you, maybe you keep half and they keep half. Whatever, you, whatever deal you work out, guaranteed. You know, that's actually incredible because a lot of those charities have hugeness. Of course. And as long as you make a cool-looking shirt where people, you know, want to, to, to sport it, I would say, okay, so the ways that, the, the shirts that do the best, and there's ways to look on Teespring to see which, um, which shirts have sold the most, and most of them are things like uh, when the fire, there's some firefighters, what was that? I don't remember exactly what it was. But it was basically to support firefighters. Yep. People, you know, like saying they're supporting firefighters because it's a noble and cool cause the shirt itself was designed well where you had a firefighter symbol on there uh and it said like remember you know something the firefighters engine yep. you know whatever number it was and so i could see why that does well yep um and you know even silly things like you know when people were when twilight came out and people had wanted team edward shirts or whatever those sold well as well so it's things that people want to wear. So if you can, you know, kind of keep that in mind while you do it. Uh, but as excited as you guys are right now to, you know, go and launch your <laughs> Teespring campaign, uh, I would say, you know, like, go ahead and have that be one of your sources of income. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, think of, uh, think, of, think of the long run. I mean, because as Mark said, you know, none of those people are become your customers. Right. They buy it once, you never hear from them again, and you're not gonna be able to do this forever. You know, I don't, I, as Teespring gets more and more hyped up, more saturated, I would say it's, it's one of those things where- How many t-shirts can you own? Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, I, I guess you go to quite a bit, but, but more and more people are doing it. So I would much rather spend my time building a brand. Like even, so let's say for, for your jump ropes as, a, as an example, not only are you building the brand for the actual jump rope itself, but Wad Nation as a whole. Right. So anyone who owns that jump rope and they like it because it's a good product, they're gonna keep an eye out for future products. It's cool. I mean, to be honest, you know, this is something I, in the back of my mind, I, I always wanted to do and I never really knew how to do it. And it all, it all just kind of came together without me even really doing it uh, the right way. You know, just like I built this Facebook page because I enjoy CrossFit. <laughs> and then I, then I just turned it into a brand and I made a logo and, now I have a jump rope and, and an email list, and um, it, it has become a brand, and I'm excited to see where it's going to go. Okay, so let's say someone, you know, their their, their hobby is ho horseshoe skating or something, all yep. right? Yep. Uh, and so they start a Facebook page pretty easy. What's the easiest way for them to start getting some likes? You buy them, yeah. So I, I built most of my page by Facebook ads. Um, you know, you want to, and this is something I learned through some of these courses that I mentioned before, how to bid on Facebook ads for likes um, as cheaply as possible. And um, fortunately, I, I, I think I spent somewhere in the neighborhood of six to 10 cents per like. Um, not, now, not all of the, the likes on my page are, are paid for. What happens is you pay for them initially, and then all of a sudden you start to get organic likes as well. But that's how you get your foothold. You know, I would say, Keep marketing to your to uh, to your page until you have about five thousand likes, and then start to see if you can monetize it and and do different things with your audience. Okay, so the way that that looks on kind of on the back end is if you're on Facebook and you know you like let's say CrossFit for example, uh, and Mark pays for Facebook advertising, what will happen is in your feed it'll say recommended pages to also like exactly you know oh i see you like crossfit you know maybe you would also like wad nation yeah so in the beginning you know nobody you know aside from sending out to your personal friends you know you might get a couple hundred people liking it from there which is great i would i would actually say that's the first step uh instead of going straight to you know paid get all your friends to like it first and encourage them to share it you know with their friends and then second you know you might get let's say you get a hundred from that yep. and then second you know you start uh the, the Facebook campaign to get more likes, pay a couple cents per like, uh, and get up to that 5,000 number. And you don't have to, you know, depending on, on the amount of funds you have, you don't have to do it fast. You can do five bucks a day. 
you know, once you start making money from the page, then you can, I think at the most I was spending like $100 a day, right? Because I was looking, okay, I'm making money. I really want to build this. But, but you certainly don't have to start there. All right. And the thing is, here's, here's a trick. You have to have good content. Yep. If you are getting people to like your page and, you know, you don't put up any status updates or they're boring, then, you know, people are either going to unlike it or they're not going to organically share it with their friends. The goal is to get your audience to love it so much that they want to share your photos, they want to share your status updates with their friends who are most likely also into the same hobby or same sport. Now, I, I agree with that, but I want to be careful with the word good, right? Good content. Um, you know, a lot of times the silliest things that I post get the most get the most interaction. Um, so let your audience figure out what's good. Um, I, I, don't, I just want I don't want people to, to go out there and find the most relevant articles about this niche. It's like you know what, put in a funny meme, put in a, a, you know just a quote that people like. The whole point of Facebook is just for people to share, comment, like. You know, it's not something that they want to go and write their uh, master's thesis on. You know, I'm, I'm taking a look at your page right now, and it's you know it's it's cool data for anyone that kind of just wants to see. So there's a it's a great picture. There's a girl doing push up. I mean uh, pull ups, and it says it doesn't get easier. You just get better. It looks cool, you know. You know the girl. The girl's pretty, but it has 27 shares, right? Uh, which isn't that much compared to the one right above that. Uh, this one is, you know, has a picture of a kind of a, a sketched guy, like a like a chalk sketch guy, and it's four simple rules: one, never go out, never go three days without exercise; two, work out at least three days a week; three, never miss a Monday; four, never give up. This one has 474 shares. Right. And if you had just asked me which one people would <laughs> like better, I would say the one of the girl. Yep. So yeah, you know you're right. People, you never know what people will like. You just have to have to share them. So I have my VA doing these a lot of these posts, and she keeps track of which ones get the most shares, and we do recycle them. You know, after three months, start posting them again because, you know, I don't I don't ever want to think that um, everything I post is some is something that everyone has seen before. So and and, and repeatedly, the ones that get the most shares before get the most shares next time. And you know, three months is long enough where people forget they yep. shared it, yep. or and you have new audience. Yep. But also, even if they do remember it, they like it again. It's yep. <laughs> so true. So, uh, so, tell me more about your VA. So I have uh, two VAs, um, and both of them are from the Philippines. Um, I've gotten very lucky uh, with my first one. Uh, she speaks English as well as any American, which is huge. Um, she writes content. She is uh, quick to quick to learn a new application. Like I, I'm having her post videos to a site now, and I just give her very loose directions, and um, she's quick on it. Now I'm not saying all VAs are that way. I do feel like I got very lucky, but I think you know for the cost, I think I'm paying her per month about 500 bucks, which is quite a bit actually for the Philippines. But but it's nothing compared to the, to, to the value I get from it. So how many posts do you have them do a day? I think on this site I have five a day. Okay. And I, I, you know, I might even increase that down the road, but I use a, a tool called Buffer, mm -hmm. um, where where she just stacks in the posts one after another, and and Buffer automatically sends them out um, on a preset schedule. You know, I'm looking at it now, and normally it would say like shared via Buffer. Yeah. Uh, were you able to turn that part off? Yes. Yeah. There's a. I think it's when you. Sh I, I forget how I did it to be honest with you, but. When you're just doing regular posts, it doesn't mark them as buffer. When you do them as images, it will mark them as buffer. I, I, I'm a little loose on that. She does all that stuff. so <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That, that you're, at this point, you're so hands-off of that. Your VA, yeah. your VA knows more about it than you. Yeah. Uh, also know for, for fan pages, you um, Facebook now has automatic scheduling in built in as well. Yes. So you actually don't even need buffer for certain things. I, it's true. I, I just think it's a little bit more tedious. All right. So... Basically, if you guys want to get started, start with the fan page, you know, get get your likes, uh, start posting up content yeah. <laughs> that people like, uh, and then to monetize, I mean, so you said the first thing that you did to monetize was, was Teespring or something the else? The first thing I did was a ClickBook pro ClickBank product for uh, some paleo stuff. Now, Facebook has changed a little bit. You can't post directly a ClickBank uh, affiliate link, which is a real drag for people just getting started. But that was the first thing I did, was basically referring people to another affiliate product. And then the second thing was the t-shirts. Okay. So, I mean, if anyone wants to just test it and see if their people want to buy stuff, what I would suggest is sell an Amazon affiliate pro uh, product. Perfect. Because it's the same thing, and but 
what's good about Amazon affiliate products is everyone trusts Amazon. So no yeah. one's going to click the link and be like, oh my God, what shady site has this taken me to? Because it'll basically, whatever your niche is, uh, you know, your your sport or your hobby is, find a book or something that relates to that or find a piece of equipment that relates to it and recommend it through your, through your status update with your Amazon affiliate link. You'll only get between 5 and 8% of the of the sale from it which isn't you know which isn't a lot but it's a great way to, f- to figure out if people you know are willing to, to buy stuff from your site because not every single uh, one of these sites is going to be is going to be profitable agreed so it's starting to rain I know. <laughs> and and you know let's uh let's continue talking but let's walk over somewhere uh, a little bit shaded okay so yeah. let me just cl- turn this off real quick all right, so we're back, and good thing we moved because literally 10 seconds after we moved the laptop, it is pouring right now. Chiang Mai is crazy that way. I mean, literally, you can go from a beautiful sunny day to a torrential downpour, and 10 minutes later, it's another beautiful sunny day. It's wild. You know, that actually happened this morning where it was it was raining earlier today, yep. and it was, then it was so sunny when I walked outside after my break. Uh, so I have a timer set on my, my computer where every 30 minutes, I just I get up for one minute, just for a little break, more productive that way. And I walked outside, and I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe I should just take my shit off and get a tan for a while. And now it's, <laughs> it's pouring. So it's, it, but don't let that deter you from a place like here because oh it's nice. I, I, sh- I enjoy it. I love living here. I love it. You know I mean, because, you know, so it's technically rainy season right now. A lot of people don't know, but in Thailand, or at least in Chiang Mai, uh, June, June, July, August, where it's normally summer in the U.S., is technically rainy season here. But what people don't know is it only rains for an hour a day, and the rest of the day, you can literally get a tan. So, if anything, I actually like it because it it cools you off. Uh, you know, it yep. keeps the air nice. You know, the air quality becomes great because the the rain kind of just washes everything off. Uh, but having a lifestyle like us, where we don't actually need to be anywhere ever, it's easy just to stay yeah. and hang out in a coffee shop for another hour. The only way I wouldn't like it is, you know, if you had a job to commute to and you had to be somewhere at a specific time, then that would suck. I think it's cool because I live right here on the base of the mountain and um, you can see the storms coming in. So it can be beautiful and sunny. I'm out on my deck and I can watch this storm come in. I'll go back inside when it starts to rain, watch this sort of torrential downpour. And then, you know, like I said, 20 minutes later, I'm back out on the deck. It's, It's actually really cool. You're not, you're not getting like, I used to live in Wisconsin, and it would rain for weeks, you know, or just be gray and overcast for weeks. And here, you know, you get might get a little bit of rough weather, but then the you know next few minutes, it's beautiful and sunny. I like it. So I'm I'm excited to get back to to this jump rope. Yeah. Uh, so now that you know someone has built their page, they have fans, they've made some money off of selling affiliate products such as Amazon, you know, products. And with Amazon, you can sell books. We could also sell um you know affiliate gear. Yep. So if you have your you know your your horseshoe, you know site. <laughs> you can send it. You know you can sell an affiliate link uh, that directs them to a horseshoe on Amazon. If they buy it, you get a percentage of that. So now that you know people are buying and you're making a little tiny bit of money, you can reinvest that, get more fans on Facebook, and then you can start looking into building your own product. Yep. Uh, where? How would they start that? That's a really good question. So again, I I invested in this course called Amazing Selling Machine which uh, Johnny you should link to because it's, it is, you know, I think, it, I think they recently had one of the best product launch um, weekends ever. Um, they sold a ton of these, but they're very expensive. It's 4,000 bucks. I'm not saying that everyone should jump into it right away, but they break down the process of finding the right product, sourcing the right product, how to talk to, you know, people, um, how to make it private label so it's, it's your brand, how to get that product to Amazon, and um, you know, start selling, then how to promote it once it's on Amazon. Again, it's very step-by-step. Step. But I like it because it's a, it's a very overwhelming process. And if anybody said, hey, you should just make a product and sell on Amazon, I, I wouldn't even know where to start, right? All right, so I would say, guys, don't jump, don't jump your gun. And if you don't have people to sell to yet, I wouldn't you know, go, go in and start uh, making your own product. No. I, I definitely think that the way that Mark did it, even though he... You know, he says it's it's a backwards process. It actually is very smart because, you know, basically so far, you know, 
at this process, no one, you know, you haven't even had to make a website yet because right. a Facebook fan page is free. I mean, it just, you know, any, literally anyone can make a Facebook fan page. My girlfriend made one yep. and I was actually really surprised because she's not that uh, computer savvy. And I looked at her page and she had like 80 something likes already. And I asked her, how the heck did you get that? And she's like, oh, I just made it and I shared it on my wall and all my girlfriends liked it and, and, and they shared it on their wall and it doubled. That's the beauty of Facebook right there. I mean, that's, that's why. I, now, you know, there's risks too, right? Like, like you said, I, I didn't have to make a website. Well, it's true. But that also means that if Facebook ever changes something or decides they don't like my page, I lose it. And it's something that I'm very aware of. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking about, well, how do I, like, for instance, build my own email list? How do I take people that are on my Facebook page and move them to my email list? And then they're mine, right? So when I said before, Teespring isn't the business because you don't own the list. So how do you get people on your Facebook page to become people that follow you in another format that you do own? Yeah, and you know, you are definitely correct about that. Where you're looking into into basically building an empire, right? Uh, so Wad Nation right now only has a couple products. It has this couple T-shirts and has a jump rope. Yep. But I would bet you. A year from now, this is going to have a lot more products, yep. and you're still going to be selling the job ropes yep. basically forever. I mean, like, I mean, you now are going to own, you know, the brand Wad Nation Super Fast Double Under Jump Rope forever. I mean, and 10 years from now, you know, somebody is recommending their, you know, their teenage son, you know, a jump rope from CrossFit, there's a good chance you're going to recommend yours. Who knows where it can go? I mean, you know, here in Chiang Mai, they're going to do a a um, competition in August at our CrossFit box, and uh, I'm going to sponsor that. I'm going to be one of the sponsors. Now, that to me is just super fulfilling. Like, here's something that I'm passionate about, and all of a sudden I get to support it and, um, you know, put my brand name on it. I mean, that is really cool. Something I never would have expected. And I, I like it a lot. And, you know, what? I so I'm looking at the reviews. Um, I took a look at your reviews on Amazon for your, your jump rope. Yeah. And these are verified buyers. So people who actually bought you know, bought it, they received it, they used it, and they're all five-star reviews. Which is awesome. I think that's really cool. Also, actually, I'm also gonna, very cool. I'm going to pull it up right now, actually, and see if I can find it. Uh, and you know what? In the beginning, you know, you kind of you know people are going to buy kind of blindly. There's not going to be any reviews, or there's going to be like one or two. Yeah. But once these verified five star reviews come in, I can definitely see people just kind of pouring on, and it and really helps. Yeah, and you know that's why it has to be a good product, and that's why I'm glad you you took the time to find a product that you can improve upon. What's cool is like there are other people in this course, this amazing selling machine. They don't have this this uh, Facebook audience that I have. And just search for Wad Nation. Okay. And, um, you know, I get to promote to my audience, sell the product, and then I can go back to my audience and say, hey, if you bought the product, I'd love it if you left a review, right? Most people don't have that opportunity, right? So I was able to get a few, several um, really good reviews very quickly, and that definitely helps my ranking in Amazon. Yeah. So, you know, with Amazon, I mean, this is going to be, I mean, basically, what we were talking about earlier, uh, kind of offline, was your your you know your page, right? And if you guys want to take a look at it, I'll, I'll have a link to it. This is uh, episode thirty-seven, uh, the show notes and travel like a boss. But this CrossFit, the product page is basically a sales page where you know you have, you know, a lot of keywords for you know for the CrossFit jump rope uh, and all the other different keywords. You have a great description that's well written. You know, you have the on-sale kind of price, so people want to, they feel like they're getting even extra value for it. Uh, you have some, you know, you, what do you call these, like... Um, bullet points. Bullet points for, and customer benefits. Yep. You know, instead of just saying the features of this jump rope are, you know, X, Y, Z, the benefits, if you buy this, you'll cut seconds or even minutes off your wad times. You know, you'll get in the best shape of your life. Uh, you'll, you know, has a guarantee, you get extra value all these things that are, you know, that are part of it. But a lot of times, if you look at other products on Amazon, people don't even have more than one photo. They might not even have a description at all. So by using some of these internet marketing techniques on a physical product, you're really standing out. I agree. I mean, like I said, this is just moving up the food chain. You're doing something that is 
much more difficult than promoting someone else's product. And so, you know, I own this. And now all the skills I have acquired over the years of internet marketing have have come into play in a really powerful way here. Yeah, and this is kind of meshing both together. There's people who are great at internet marketing of these kind of, you know, these products that, like an ebook or something, you know, making it seem like it has, you know, like I would say one of the, one of the first things that any good internet marketer does is makes their ebook look like it's a physical book. Right. So you make a book cover that looks like, you know, it, like you're not just getting a, a PDF and email. You're, it looks like you're getting a real book. As people know they're not physically getting a book in the mail, but by having a cover and making it look like it's been printed out before, uh, people are much more likely to buy it. Now, on the opposite, you know, flip this, the spectrum, you know, on these jump ropes, which are real products, you know, by, by using some internet marketing techniques like the bullet points and the features and the benefits and having like the kind of added value, I can see why that makes the, people buy this a lot more too. And then, of course, the reviews, right? So, you know, Facebook is very much a, uh, a review site. And, you know, one of the one of the topics in the course that I subscribe to is how to get your first few reviews. You need three reviews before you even really start promoting it because if you have no reviews, um, nobody's going to trust the product. And it's the exact same thing with, with the dropshipping stores as well, where all the products that I want people to buy, there are two or three reviews on there. Yeah. Uh, and now that my stores have been around for a while, like some of my best-selling products, I'm taking a look and there's 10 plus verified reviews. And when people see that, they are much more confident from buying from my store versus some, you know, some other dropshipping store that just popped up last month that's trying to compete. So even if my prices are higher, now I've kind of built a brand around it and I had these verified customer reviews. I have cust I'm getting a lot more organic traffic and direct traffic now which is incredible. So instead of having to pay you know, for ads, which is something you gotta do in the beginning, now a lot of people are just recommending it to their friends or they have bookmarked my site or they're just going directly there and I'm getting a lot more organic uh, and direct traffic, which to me is you know, the whole reason why I'm doing this. It's not just to, to make that quick buck, it's to build a sustainable business for the long yeah, run. Absolutely, I love it. And it's very similar to what I'm doing. Yeah. So, you know, whether if you, you know, if you're someone who has always wanted to sell a physical product, but you still want a location independent lifestyle, I really believe that these are the yes. two great ways to do it. I mean, literally, I don't ever have to handle any of my products. I yeah. did. I did get a few as samples, but but after I approved the samples, I don't even see them before they go to Amazon. Yeah. So for, for people that aren't really familiar with Fulfilled by Amazon, what happens when a customer buys something from, from your site or Amazon? Right. So when somebody buys something from Amazon, Amazon does all the fulfillment. And let's say somebody doesn't like it or it turns out they don't need it and they, they want to return it. That's all handled by Amazon too. So, you know, the, the benefit of selling through Amazon over even a dropshipping store is I, I very rarely will do any customer contact. Like no one's going to, no one's going to com come to me and complain about um, anything about the rope, they're going to say they're going to complain to Amazon, right? Now, if they do complain in a in a review, I certainly will address that, and I will give as good a customer service as I can. But kind of the day-to-day -day stuff, like, hey, I want to return this, or it's not the right size, like all that stuff is handled through Amazon, so it's very very easy to maintain. Or even simple things like, oh, I put the wrong shipping address. Yep. You know, and things like this happen all the time. Where it's not necessarily something that you need to deal with. As a, I mean, because right now basically you are a brand, you are a manufacturer, you're, uh, and Amazon is now your employee basically. They're you the know. fulfillment. They're the warehouse. Uh, so I think that that's fantastic. So what that does that allows you free time to explore new products and future products, which exactly. I'm sure you're working on already. Absolutely. I mean, I really want to hit a home run with this one first. Um, but yes, of course, I already have some ideas of what the next ones are going to be, which is super exciting. Yeah. And the best thing is, you know, as it sells, it'll continue to sell. So even if you're not actively promoting it anymore, it'll continue to sell because, uh, you know, people, people are going to search for it. Uh, the more reviews you have, the more people yep. want to buy it, the more they trust it. Yep. So it basically becomes passive income, even though it is a physical product. Yep. And there's, you know, there's also, you know, now I'm treating this like my own affiliate product too, which means... 
I'm doing some Facebook ads for it. I'm going to do some AdWords ads for it. Um, so I'm going to be selling my own jump rope uh, through Amazon, which is, again, all the, the skills I've learned as an internet marketer over the years. Yeah, and uh, so, I'm not, so I'm not sure the, the way it works, but can you use your own Amazon affiliate link when you, when you sell your own products? You can, yes. That's awesome, too. <laughs> uh, so I do that with my book. So I have a book on Amazon, 12 Weeks in Thailand, and if anyone buys the book through my, my links, I, I get an extra 5% through Amazon for it. I actually don't even cash it out. Uh, I have it go as a gift card because it's not really going to be ever going to be that much money anyways. But I figure by doing that, I can buy whatever I want from Amazon for free, yep. which is kind of cool. All right. So to kind of wrap all this up, uh, we gave you guys some great tips on on this kind of location-dependent lifestyle, but while building a real business, while being able to travel and still have a, a great brand, uh, really glad to have you on the, on the show, Mark. Is there anything else you wanted to shout out before, before we ended today? Uh, no, I mean, I just want to appreciate, I want to say thanks for you know asking me to be on. I, I know we threw a lot of information at your audience. Um, I just want to encourage people to go step-by-step. Step. I mean, really, I didn't know anything about selling on Amazon three months ago, and now I have a product that's selling there and I did it I did it just that way just step by step if you're not if you're not doing any Teespring campaigns you're not doing any Facebook pages step by step day by day you'll get there alright cool guys so if you want any of the links to anything that we talked about go to the show notes uh, episode 37 travel like a boss bosspodcast.com if you do end up signing up for any of the courses like Anton Method or the super amazing selling machine uh, please do it off of my, my link so I can get credit for it and i'll see you guys next week at travel like a boss podcast.com thanks mark check out um wadnation.net order yourself a jump rope get yourself <laughs> some double unders join your crossfit and uh have a good life right right on see you guys thank you for listening to the travel like a boss podcast if you want to hear more including the bonus how to choose the perfect niche episode join our mailing list at travel like a boss podcast.com See you next week. And remember, if you want to travel like a boss, you need to be your own boss. So start your online business today and start living the lifestyle you've always dreamed of.